Welcome to the Refresh Her podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. The last time on the broadcast, we were talking about the fact that the Lord Jesus stays ready to forgive us, according to Psalm 86, verse 5. And when we got to the end of the broadcast, I shared with you that we need to be living out the gospel in that we also stay ready to forgive other people that have sinned against us. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard because we remember what they've done. A few years ago, I can remember a time when somebody pulled me aside and then they filled my ears with an emotional upheaval over being angry with me because I had evidently left them out of something that we were doing as a group and they felt like they had been avoided and they just dumped out on me their grievance. It was really hurtful. It was painful to hear, first of all, because I wouldn't want to do that to somebody. But now I'm left listening to their anger towards me. And wow, when I went home, that's all I could think about. I think we've all been there at a time or another in our life because that's what happens in life. Situations like these occur all the time. Sometimes bitter, ugly words are just dumped out and they they really sting us. And they leave a wound that really penetrates us so deeply. Sometimes there are unthoughtful gestures happen to us. They hurt our feelings or they make a person feel unloved or forgotten. Cruel acts are committed against innocent people and it damages them and it really truly changes their lives. Now, I want you to think about those things that I just mentioned in reference to the part that they played in Joseph's life in the book of Genesis. Ugly words, unthoughtful gestures, cruel acts, all these things happened to him. In Genesis 37, verse 8, we read about some of the things that were spoken to Joseph by his brothers. His brothers said, shall you indeed reign over us. Can't you just see them pointing their finger at him and maybe right in his face? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? Remember, Joseph had had a dream and he told his brothers that one day he was going to be reigning over them. And now they're they're mocking him. And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. So out of this hatred, came all these words and these accusations towards Joseph from his brothers. Verses 23 and 24 tell us about some of the mean acts that were done towards Joseph. It says, And it came to pass, when Joseph was come unto his brethren, that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him, and they took him and they cast him into a pit. They were cruel to him. And now we know that once they threw him into the pit, then they ended up selling him to the Egyptians and he became a slave. 
Genesis chapter 40 and verse 23 is the situation that now Joseph has been in the king's palace. He's been accused of something that he did not do. He's in prison. And while in prison, he meets up with the king's cupbearer and the baker. They both have some unusual dreams. And Joseph interprets the dream for the cupbearer. And he says, your dream means that you are going to be restored back to your position And when you are taken back up into the king's palace, would you please tell him that I'm here? Would you please remember to tell him about me? And of course, the cupbearer said he would, but he didn't. He forgot about Joseph, and Joseph is left in prison for yet a longer time. Wow, that's appreciation for you, right? Unthoughtful things that were done to Joseph. When things happen to us that are hard things, sometimes we think we're just never going to get over it. It seems like our world has changed forever. We may even say, I'll never be happy again. But you know, even as we continue to read through Joseph's story, and we're reminded that everything in the scripture is written for our learning so that we, through the scriptures, might have patience and hope. Genesis 41, verse 51, we learn how Joseph's life ends up. What happens to him after all these bitter words are spoken and all the cruel acts are done and all the unthoughtful people left him in the prison? What happens to Joseph? It says, and Joseph called the name of his firstborn son Manasseh. For God, said he, has made me forget all my toil or all my trouble and all my father's house, or in other words, the means of my family that have caused these things to happen. What? It said, God made me forget. All the ugly words, all the mean actions were forgotten. How were they forgotten? Well, God had given him the blessing of a son. He had also been restored back to the palace, and he's even promoted by the Pharaoh and given a a wonderful wife. And those blessings all came from the hands of a loving God. And Joseph is now recognizing God's goodness to him. He forgot about the trials and the heartaches and the grievances from the past, How did he do that? He chose instead to think about the blessings. So whatever difficult thing you're going through right now, remind yourself that it is not going to last forever, even though it may feel right now like it is. In time, God will allow you to have just a vague remembrance of all the details, especially if you will instead focus on your great God and his blessing in your life. And you might say, are you kidding? There's so much hard things going on right now. I can't even think of anything. Well, if you know Christ as your Savior, just start with the fact that God has forgiven you of your sin. Jeremiah 31 verse 34 says, For I will forgive their iniquity. I will remember their sin no more. 
God chooses not to remember our sin. Psalm 103 reminds us that God separates our sin as far as the east is from the west. East and west will never meet. And when you place your trust in Christ as your Savior, you will never be confronted with your sin again. Wow. We can praise the Lord for that, can we not? So instead of focusing on the hurtful things that are happening and the hard things, we need to focus on what can we rejoice in? How can we bless the name of the Lord? My sin will never be brought up before me again. And if God can forget our sin and Joseph can forget the sins of his brothers, then he can help you and me to do the same thing. God helps us to forget, but we have to do our part by in forgiving, by focusing on the Lord and his blessings. You know, you cannot think two thoughts at the same time. So if you are focusing on the blessings of God, then you're not thinking right then about the things that people have done to you. Have you ever found yourself that when your hands are busy doing something, like maybe you're washing dishes or you're drying your hair or something like that, and those kind of tasks you don't have to really think about. So while your hands are busy, your mind has gone back to that thing that somebody has done to you. And you are rehearsing every word they said, how they said it, the expression on their face, or the tone that you imagine them saying it, if it was something that was sent to you through a text or an email or something. We're rehearsing it over and over and over again in our minds. You probably are familiar with Corey Tinboom. She and her sister Betsy were arrested for concealing Jews in their home during the Nazi occupation of Holland. And Years after her release from prison, she was in Germany giving a message about God's forgiveness. And she just longed to help these, these broken, hurting people understand the forgiveness of God. And as she was speaking, she looked out and she saw a man there and she recognized him immediately. He was one of the guards at Ravensbrück, the concentration camp where she and her sister Betsy had been sent. And she said as soon as she saw him, it came back and rushed over her. She could think about being in that prison. And at this time, when she saw this prison guard, there was a pile of dresses she could remember that were cast into the center of the floor that she and her sister and all the other women had to walk um, shamefully passed this man naked and she could see her sister's small frame in front of her and now after she finished speaking she looked up to see this prison guard standing in front of her and then he spoke to her he said um Fraulein, what a wonderful message that was that you shared how good it is to know that all of our sins are at the bottom of the sea She had shared that precious verse with these people. And she said, I had so glibly spoken about forgiveness then. She said, now I was 
digging in my, my pocketbook rather than looking up at him. And she thought, he wouldn't remember me. How could he remember me? One prisoner out of those thousands and thousands of women. But she remembered him. And then he said to her, he said, you, re- you mentioned Ravensbrook in your talk. I was a guard there. And then she realized that he did not remember her. But he went on to say that he had become a Christian since then. And that he knew God had forgiven him for the cruel things that he had done there. But he said, I would like to hear it from your lips as well, Fraulein. And then he he stuck his hand out in front of her and he said, will you forgive me? She knew that people that were unwilling to forgive their enemies would return to the outside world And they would remain invalids simply because of their unwillingness to forgive. But people who came and were willing to forgive could rebuild their lives and could go on to live fruitful lives for the Lord. And she said, immediately in that moment, I remembered that forgiveness is an act of the will, not a feeling. And she said, brother, I forgive you with all of my heart. She said, I wish I could tell you that after that time, I didn't have trouble forgiving anyone after that. But sometime later, there were some Christian friends that she loved and trusted who did something to hurt her. And she said, you would think that after forgiving this Nazi guard, I could forgive anybody. But for weeks after that, I kept rehearsing in my mind the thing that they had done to me over and over again. And it wasn't until a pastor friend of hers told her, he said, look up into this tower of this church. Do you see the bell up there? We ring the bell by tugging on the rope. And you are doing the same thing every time you rehearse what these people have done to you. You are tugging on that rope. And it's continuing to ring in your heart and your mind. Corey, you must let go of the rope. And when you do, those grievances will stop ringing in your heart. Friends, for you and I to learn to forgive other people, we have to let go of the rope. Stop remembering what they have done to you. And when we do, that grievance, that sin that they have committed against us, eventually will be forgotten. God will do for us as he did for Joseph. And God will make you to forget. And along with that, you will have the forgiveness that you need to give to them that you have received yourself. Live in the joy and the victory of forgiveness. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know needs to be refreshed.